Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here we are, guys. It's 2022. Happy New Year. I wish I could say I felt a little joy about the new year, but to be completely honest, I feel like it's just a continuation of the past two or three years. And I kind of feel like in the air that everyone feels the same. So it kind of felt a little, you know, anticlimactic. I made some resolutions. Three days in, I haven't kept to any of them. But I still have about 363 days left in the year, 362 days to get it done. So I'll circle back if any of that happens. What are your resolutions? I resolve to eat less sugar, to write more, and to walk 10,000 steps a day. Let me tell you something. I've been doing that this week because it's been warm in New York. I've been doing the 10,000 steps thing. 10,000 steps are a lot of steps, you guys. That's like a big portion of my day because I'm not speed walking. It's about four and a half miles. Do I need that many steps? Can we like, has there been any new guidelines? Like maybe it's 5,000 steps or something like that. Like an abridged version, kind of how quarantine used to be 14 days and then 10 and now it's just five. That's what I'm looking for with the steps. I'm looking for them to whittle it down to basically nothing. Is there an updated version? Because 10,000 is is a lot of thousands. The other thing is maybe I'm lame and I probably am, but everyone's like, oh, another new year stuck at home. I've been home for New Year's for like 20 years. I can't remember the last time I went out for New Year's. Going out for New Year's literally never meets the expectations that you have. So I just started to make my own New Year's at home. But I'm wondering, like, you know how people always join the gym on January 1st? It's like a big thing. And then you're locked in for life and then you're paying fees monthly forever. You have to get a doctor's note saying you can never lift another finger to get out of it. You have to call a lawyer. There's like a lien on your credit. Or is that just me? I don't. (laughs) But I was like wondering because I don't know. It just doesn't feel like, oh, let me go out and join a gym and start a new life. It just doesn't feel that way. Like, yes, it's a new calendar year. But other than that, I feel like it's still 2020. (laughs) And there's the positive attitude that you come here for. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Okay, I know last week's episode was a mini episode and I covered Emily in Paris, but I just want to say one more thing about it, and it falls into the category of don't hate me. I've seen on the internet speculation that Samantha Jones will be joining Emily in Paris. And I just want to say, don't hate me, but I would love nothing more than for Samantha Jones, Kim Cattrall to join the Emily in Paris show, start working with Sylvie, and then Emily leaves Paris and returns to Chicago. Don't hate me, but I would watch Sylvie and Samantha in Paris. Is it just me or do you spend more time in the comments section on social media than you do on the actual content? If I see an Instagram post or a tweet or a TikTok, I immediately, if it like triggers me or I think it's going to trigger anybody, I go right to the comments section to see how people feel about what was said or posted or written or whatever. I find that to be the most fascinating part of social media. Forget the posts. I'm over your posts. I'm over everyone's posts. But I love the comments. I don't like trolls. 
I'm going to leave that for another episode. Trolls are like, but I really like to know where people are weighing in. I'll spend a good half hour reading comments on a tweet because I care more about the responses to a tweet than I do about the actual tweet. Is it just me or are you guys doing that too? I'm going to do another episode where we go deeper into the comments section. But for now, that's my, is it just me for the week? Uh, A couple of announcements. One is if you follow me on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley or at official social studies, um, I did a Q and a where I asked you guys to tell me your confessions and I am going to justify them for you. Those will come out on an episode either next week or the week after. I loved them. The more scandalous the questions, the better. If you guys listen to this and want to send yours in, uh, you could DM them to me. Um, Also, it's so funny. This episode was actually recorded before and just like that aired. And the Peloton discussion that I have with my guest today was recorded before the set and just like that um, Peloton scene. So it's just a total coincidence that we're covering Peloton. Um, I think you're going to like today's episode. As always, please uh, press follow on Spotify or Apple podcast or whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Feel free to leave a review and uh, please feel free to share it on your social media, the episode you're listening to and maybe what your favorite parts are. If you tag me on it, I will always reshare. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Okay, guys, I am so excited. I have Odelia Fisher on today. She's actually a friend of LL's. That's how I know her. Um, But I had to have her come on because she, I follow her on Instagram and she does these stories every day. She does kind of what I do, like observations about things, but she pulls no punches. Is that the term? Is it pulls no punches or pulls? I think so. (laughs) She doesn't hold back. She doesn't hold back. And here's the difference. Well, first of all, welcome Odelia to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Here's the thing. I, I talk about things and I make my judgments, but it's two strangers on this podcast. (laughs) Odelia does it. And she has all her friends following her, but then she talks about them and I die. I like literally die. So I I get a little trouble. You do get it. Okay. So we're going to, okay. So we're going to talk about all of it. I never miss your stories because I just want to see who you're going after that day. Well, today we we wrapped up on, so I did some TV and I'm really excited for just like that. I was walking the dog and I almost slipped on some ice. So you get a little visual of me this morning, <laughs> like um, almost wiping out. And then I was like, if I wipe out on here, is anyone going to come help me? Maybe. <laughs> but also I... I like when people have flaws on their Instagram story. Funny you say that because I said I was going to delete that. But like, this is so me to be like not paying attention and almost wiping out on this big, huge patch of ice. I couldn't agree more. Okay, so we're going to get right into it. I watched your Instagram story. Guys, if you're not um, fans of Sex in the City, it's okay because I just want to talk about the new Sex in the City for a second. And you don't have to be a fan to follow what we're going to talk about. Because you said something this morning about 
And just like that. And just like that. But like, it's really not. It's called Sex Sex in the City. You said something that I agree with. Sarah Jessica Parker now has gray hair. Uh, Big has gray hair. And you mentioned this morning that you're so happy to have to, to watch a show of people in a different stage of life. Yeah. I could not agree with you more. One of the things I loved about seeing them on the red carpet, there was a video going around, Big and Carrie, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and Chris Noth, like kind of hugging on the red carpet and they both were great and older. And I was so happy. I actually like was so happy to see it because it's true that that is real life. People age, people go through different stages of life. And it's really exciting to see them at this stage, I think. Yeah. I'm so excited to like see them as moms of older kids. I yes. think see in general doesn't really focus on that age group. Yeah. Like one of the things I, we don't watch it as much anymore, but the four of us actually used to all watch um, the Goldbergs. Okay. Which I loved. I don't know if you watch it. Not only because it's like such Jewish humor, but the kids are teens and the mom like goes through a lot of stuff about, you know, when you're a mom of teens, you're not needed as much anymore. A hundred percent. That's one of the reasons I love the show too. I feel like TV doesn't really focus on shows with like, it's either like older, older kids and you're like the grandparent or young kids. And there's not a lot about that stuff. I couldn't agree more. And as someone who is panicking because my child is going to college next year and I'm freaking out about that change in my life because all yeah. I've ever known was was living every moment of taking care of my child and living planning my whole day around it. Yeah. I am in a full panic about what that's going to be like. So I am like all for seeing this stage. And I also like that, like Carrie's embracing her gray hair and I like all of it. I just am so excited to see it because the truth is everyone, we all get older. We all are going to battle with this stuff. And like, I don't like, like people were being so hard on her on about having gray hair at one point when they first showed the pictures, but I'm really psyched to see this stage. I really am. So, and by the way, and like LL can tell you, this is true about me when I'm in a restaurant and I see an older couple and they're like hugging and kissing at the table. I am so excited about it. So excited to see like, where they are 10 years later, where their friendship is. And I think that when your son goes to college, you should do a whole separate podcast about like that journey. I, I by the way, yes. I like, don't really talk like that. It's journey. journey. I know um, a word, by the way, that I despise and I'm sure you do. Um, something funny. So I actually did go on the Peloton like twice this week, which is a lot. And then this morning it wasn't working. I was like, oh, too bad. Too bad. Okay. So let's get into Peloton. I have questions. I've never been on a Peloton. I've seen them in the corner of a room. (laughs) That's about it. Have you ever taken a spin class? So I have taken spin classes. I, I am the worst spinner ever. I'm a (laughs) cheater. It's not a good class for me. I cheat because you really control how much effort you're putting in. I don't do what they say. Like, well, you don't like, they'll say like cadence resistant. Like I'm not doing, I can't even believe I'm on there. 
the only time I was a good spinner, and this is a true story, there was an NHL player in my class that I had a huge crush on. And I would go to class every day and we became friends in class. And I'd, you know, sit in front of him sometimes so he could watch my butt and vice versa. And so that is when I was literally the best spinner of my life. But after we stopped taking that class together, I had no interest in spinning ever again. Yeah. I, listen, I want, and I have said this on my Insta stories, I want to love it. Like I want to be as obsessed with like, like I, I know someone who has her own, like an account just for spinning. She like for spinning for Peloton. She made like Peloton friends and like traveled to meet them in Europe. Like, I don't think that I would do that, but I want, I would love to be obsessed with it. It would be amazing. I agree by the way. And healthy, like, but I just, I don't know. It's just not, it's not in the cards for me. Okay. So here's my question about Peloton. Cause to me as an outsider, someone who's not a Peloton user, I find Peloton to be like a cult. There is, I, I think it is. I, I, I agree with you. Okay. So people who, and this is, I, again, I am not knocking Peloton users. I am impressed with you that you were exercising. I, that's how I feel. I'm not knocking you that you think it's a think they think it's a journey. I want want it to be a journey. I just, okay. Here's my question about Peloton. Even the instructors are like famous rock stars. They have hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. The Peloton people follow them on Instagram. People post their Peloton rides. Even guys that I know guys are posting their Peloton rides what, tell me about it. What am I not understanding? What? I don't, I don't do that. Like people, what's your Peloton name? And I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like, and I'm not telling you. I'm like someone, one of my friends is like, do you want to ride with me? And I'm like, you know, virtually. I'm like, absolutely not. The last <laughs> thing I want to do is exercise with someone virtual or in person. Do you follow the Peloton teachers on Instagram? I might follow some of them. Yeah. Okay. Now tell me the, tell me the appeal. Like talk, what, what are they putting on Instagram? Is, or do you follow them for inspiration? I don't, I don't really know why I follow them, <laughs> but I follow a lot of people. Like, like I said, I have this friend, she's going to like, I'm going to tell her that she's getting an honorable mention, but she, so she has this Peloton account. I'm like, part of me in my head is like making fun of her. But then I'm also like, oh, that looks, she was really, she really liked this class. Let me take the screenshot. Now, am I looking at the screenshot and taking that class? I think I did that once. Yeah. But I don't really know. I think if you're really into it. Yeah. You follow the people because you're inspired. And not only are there Instagram accounts for the instructors, there are like Instagram accounts about the classes and the instructor, like one of them, or one of them that I've seen has like, it's whatever. It's like so-and-so's tribe or something. And it's like, here's her next class or here's doing this. Or I like, I don't know. Okay. I, I, I'm fascinated. By the way, SoulCycle fascinated. has, SoulCycle does have a very cult following. It is kind of like people become obsessed with the instructors. They become obsessed with their fellow riders. And one of my good friends felt that way about her teacher. She would travel to Brooklyn. She would travel all over the place for this teacher. And she'd say, it's like going to a religious service. Like she really, it was so inspirational to her, the things he would say. And I was like, look, whatever gets you, by the way, 
God bless. I am a lazy fuck. Okay. Like I am, I am so, but like I've been to soul cycle. I did like it, but my question is this, those people that become, and again, I am not being too judgmental here. The people who become obsessed with Peloton, soul cycle, whatever, aren't those people who are like, or have been obsessed with some sort of exercise before, like workoutaholics or something. I mean, or, or are these people like, I never exercised, I hated everything. And then I discovered soul cycle, I discovered Peloton. My friend who, it's a good question. My friend who is obsessed with soul cycle was not an exerciser at all. And, this was her religious and she, it was the teacher that she became obsessed with. She wasn't like interested, like she didn't have a crush on him. She loved right. the inspiration right. that he dropped, the wisdom that he dropped during the class. Now, over lockdown, when I couldn't, I'm an SLT doer. I love SLT. That's the only exercise that I do because I can't cheat. You cannot cheat on those reformers. I'm so scared of SLT, but okay. I love it. I feel like I'm gonna Other die. than that, I'm an outdoors, like a hiker. I do stuff like that. I can't be in a gym. I can't take a class. I drop out of classes. I don't have the attention span. But over the lockdown, I used to be a runner. I'm not anymore. I, I don't have like the mental will to, to run when I could just stop. But <laughs> over lockdown, I was, you know, lockdown, I was, I needed an outlet. So I started to run to get out of the house. And Peloton has an app where you can do runs. Oh, yeah. You can do other things. You could do yoga, you could do weights, whatever. So I downloaded the run and I got to tell you guys, they don't. <laughs> Shut up. So you are running and the entire time they're like, you got it. Just keep go, push it. But there's no break. Like there's no, it's like you could water break. And then they start calling out. They're like, oh yeah, inspo 2000. You, this is your hundredth ride. And it never stopped. And I was like, wait a second. Like I couldn't understand. And I, I ended up like not hating, hating it with a passion. And then I was like, oh, I could just stop using the app. Guys, this is what I want to hear from you. Is it that you love the inspiration? Is it that you love the community? Is it, what is it? I need yeah. to know. LS. By the way, LL is a closet Pelotoner. Yes. He has a Peloton. I personally have not seen him use it, but sometimes we speak <laughs> and he's like, I just did a Peloton class. So I don't know <laughs> if it's true or not. I don't know, but. He would, I don't think he would lie. No, he's not lying. He's not lying. But um, he is a closet Pelotoner and he likes it. So, okay. So I want to hear from you Pelotoners out there. What is the cult? Why are we seeing this nonstop? Like, what is it that I'm missing? And again, I'm not knocking you. I want to have that passion about exercise. I agree. Next thing we're going to discuss is your Instagram stories. I want to, there's a couple I want to talk about. You said you've gotten in trouble for talking. Like you'll talk about the moms at pickup and I'm like, aren't they following you? So tell me some other. So one of the things Odelia has posted about, and I told her that I don't agree with her, is she doesn't like when people post music from concerts. Okay. (laughs) I can't. Tell us why. Tell us why. I don't necessarily have a problem. I don't care if you're like, I went to this concert. Like, I get that. Okay. You know, I 
I don't know what, how much I would post if I didn't have a business. Like I'm actually almost psychologically curious. I yeah. think I would still post if I went to shows and certain restaurants and stuff, but like, why must you post like so many songs from the concert? Like if I wanted to be at the concert, I would have gone. Okay. So or, this is an interesting topic. This is an interesting topic. Or I know that if you're like a really big fan, because I, uh, I do, I do like music, just, just using Bruce Springsteen as a, as an example. Mm -hmm. I know that when you, if you're a big Bruce fan, you look up and see what sets he played the night before, or you might look after. So I get that. But like, if you're such a big fan and you're going to like, just look on the site, we don't all need to see it. <laughs> okay. So like that night Dave Matthews was in concert. I was like, oh my God. Who didn't go to the Dave Matthews concert? And I may as well have gone because everyone posted it. As you saw it. So it's funny. I am a huge concert goer. Yeah. I go to every concert I could go. Pre-COVID, I'd say I went like once a week to a concert if I I'm could have. fascinated by that. So I love any concert. I don't even have to be a fan. I'll go to see live okay. music. That's not like going to the dentist for me, but like it's up there. Okay. So for me, that's, that is my soul cycle. That is my soul cycle. So that's why I say to each his own, but here's the thing. I will, if there's a song that I love, like that, I really feel deeply, I will post a clip of it. Cause I'm like, this was amazing. Anyone who appreciates okay. this has to see this part I get of that. the song. When other people go to concerts that I couldn't go to, I like to watch okay. the, the stories because I'm like, I it's the only time in my life that I have FOMO. I am not a FOMO person. Go to the party, go on the trip, have a better life. I don't care. However, if you're at a concert that I wanted to go to and I couldn't go to, I want to watch the clips. The okay, so I got that. I think for me, I don't know that I've ever felt that deeply about music. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously, except for like one Billy Joel. I can't even say it because I'll sound like the biggest loser. So I'm not going to say that, but. Go say it. You went to Billy Joel and you loved it? <laughs> well, that... <laughs> I love yeah, Billy Joel. But it was a certain Billy Joel song. What song? Uh, this is the time. Love that song. Here okay, that's a great song. Okay. So maybe that, that song might like move me. Okay. Uh, maybe Springsteen now. Um, so I get that. I do. I feel more, and it's not a FOMO thing, but maybe I'm more moved by like what people are eating. <laughs> like, okay. So this is, this is something that Odelia and I have talked about. So this is why this conversation gets interesting because I have, as you like, as my listeners know, I, I am very picky about what I like to see on Instagram. I am very picky about it. I've made videos about it. I am fascinated by what people are posting. I am fascinated by it. Same. If I am looking and people are just panning around to prove that they're out at a party, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I agree. And I also have a thing with like posting, like you're the best husband, you're the best, best dad, best that's a whole other thing. And that I could get into a lot of trouble. And I really would love to really go into that on my Instagram stories, but I know it'll really offend. So I just tell 
best friend and we make fun of people, but um, really, I mean, I don't even know if I should go here. And if they'll no, go really, there, go there. If you feel like, comfortable, go there because you know, my like, listeners, my write it in the card. like I'm not like, it's not for the world to see. The only reason I ever post on my anniversary, and this is true, <laughs> is because I want everyone to see how pretty and skinny I was. <laughs> So it's not about my anniversary. It's like, oh my God, 20 years ago, look at how amazing I was. That's amazing. No, I'm totally serious. That's hilarious. You open my wedding album. First of all, it's like this thick. Okay. Open it and it's just me. (laughs) And then it's me again. And then it's like me and my parents. And then it's like Duffy. And then it's like me, 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 me. And then you look so good. I looked so good. Do you want to die? I never made a wedding album ever. I never made, I don't, I, the pictures were all strewn about in a box. My daughter's baby album. I still haven't done their bar and bat mitzvah album, but the bar mitzvah was during COVID. And that was like when I needed to be medicated. So I don't want to go there, but uh, yeah, I was like, so into my wedding, but I, but back to the Instagram, like, I think it's really weird to like protest your love on social media. Like I just protest too much. Okay. So this is the uh, argument a lot of people make. They're like the people who post so much love towards their spouse, it's a red flag. However, I'm going to say as a non-married person, I, I've posted pictures of LL because I just love him so much. I love that. You don't know how happy that makes me. Um, <laughs> I, I, and I mean this with no disrespect. I, I think it's a little different when you're dating. Right. I think that I go online. I mean, I don't really think people go on Facebook anymore. It's going to be my 20th anniversary in April. And I'm like, 20 years, best husbands. Like, I know people like to do it. I just, I, I, I feel like it's not authentic. I am not a private person at all. Yes. I could tell that by your stories. Like, like, (laughs) I have a really, it's not funny, but kind of funny, like non-private person. But with that stuff, I'm kind of private. Like, like that's that's I just I guess that what I'm saying is I feel for me that some things need to remain sacred. Right. I get that a hundred percent. I mean, and I am so not a private person that I think look, I do think social media has a lot of fronting, right? There's a lot of curating yeah. what people want you to think their life is, which is why. I don't understand when people have to prove that they're at the hottest, this, the hottest, that, the hottest okay. restaurant, the hot, I'll look who I'm out with. This is me and my friends. Like some people, every time they go to a restaurant with their friends, they have to show it. And yeah, I post. So the only time I post from a restaurant is if it's a, I know the owner and I want people to go or like up by my house. I want people to support something, a place they haven't mm-hmm. found. Or like there's something crazy that I, there's a reason, but again, to each his own, I guess, whatever moves you, it's the same way you don't like concert footage. Right. But I love it. Um, but it's, it's funny what people, but I went on a rant last Thanksgiving during on Thanksgiving during COVID. Okay. And I was like, if I, I'm going to try and find it, if I see one more skinny person posting hashtag blessed on Thanksgiving. And I am like a pretty positive person, like, mm-hmm. but like, stop saying you're blessed and you're grateful on Thanksgiving. Like we're in a pandemic. We're in a fucking like lockdown. You're just saying you're blessed and hashtag grateful because you're skinny and you want to take a picture of yourself. <laughs> and I've never pretended that 
maybe if I was skinny and knew that I looked, maybe I would want to post so many pictures. Like it didn't annoy me this as much this year for maybe because it's not COVID. And by the way, I will say this year, I will say this. And I do feel this way. Thanksgiving happens to be my favorite holiday. It's most people's. It's I not loved seeing this year people's family pictures because I was yes. so happy. Like this yes. was the first time I was yeah. with my family for Thanksgiving in two years. So I was this, so happy. Yeah, I didn't mind it at all. And I said that. I even yeah, you did say that. You did say that. I saw. I want to talk about something because this is a topic that I'm obsessed with beyond. And I've been looking for someone to talk about it. And I just realized I could talk about it with you. You have been in several MLMs. For those of you who don't know what that means, that's multi-level marketing. (laughs) I just, I can't say no. I need to get into this. This is such a good topic. Finally, I finally say no. Okay. Talk, talk to me about it. Which ones have you been in? Which ones have you been in? Oh my God. Rodan and Fields, the toothpaste. Okay. The charcoal toothpaste. I forgot what brand that is, but they called me and they're like, you're such a person of influence. Like, of course I'm going to say yes. Beauty <laughs> counter, Savvy, the most recent one. That's the exercise clothes. I felt like it was no brainer. I, I can't say no. I feel so flattered to be asked. I can't. Okay. Talk me through it. Tell me about it. Have you ever made money doing it? I don't, I don't, maybe $20. Do you go out and sell to people? No. Do you post about it? Do you recruit people? Talk to me, talk us through it for the people who have never been part of an MLM. I'm going to do like beauty counter. Okay. And then I Insta story or go and, and I'm like, and no one cares. Some do you like DM people, people and say, I'm no, doing beauty counter. Would you like to be part of my team? I'm not pushy enough. Okay. No, I will do not you do buy that. the products. Yeah. I use the toothpaste beauty counter. Yeah. I like the leggings. Yes. So you bought the savvy package. Well, I bought like the mini package because I saw the writing on the wall. Um, but I felt like I'm going to talk about how comfortable my leggings are and people are going to DM me and they did it. Have but you- like, I'll wear a fake pair of Lululemon Amazon leggings and talk about it and people DM me. By the way, I love, by the way, I love fake Lululemon Amazon leggings. They're so good, except, well, your thighs don't touch mine, like switch. <laughs> no, they are so, there is, I, I have a link on my Instagram to my Amazon like store where I talk about things on my podcast. And there is a a type of legging. I can't remember off the top of my head. They are high-waisted. They are so comfortable. I got to cover this shit up. But I now I'm on the quest for really good, warm leggings. They're actually too warm. When I walk the dog, I'm freezing. Get tried. Honestly, these are so good. And they're literally like $25. So the MLMs, I just like, I, I, I really just have a really, or had a very hard time saying no. Okay. I'm so flattered to be asked. And then I think like, I'll try it. It's not expensive. I mean, my God knows how much I've spent on all these things. And then also like, I was always looking for that like side hustle. Right. Totally. I get that. Ah, what am I doing? But now I'm so busy with travel. 
Um, and you know, I still do want my own podcast at some point. So I just, if someone asked me now, I would definitely say no. Okay. So when you joined, were you, did you sit down, learn the business, sit through whatever meetings and say, I mean, I probably learned it the way someone with major ADD that didn't take an Adderall learned it. Right. Like one of the brands and I forget which one it is, you know, they're like, Donna Martin, you know, Tori Spelling and Steve Sanders do it. So I was like, okay. And randomly, I like commented one day on Tori Spelling something and she's like, we should work together. And I was like, this is not really Tori. And she's Stop like, yes, it. it absolutely was. So then maybe like I stayed with the toothpaste company for longer because I was like, well, Tori said we should work together. I am dead. I am but dead right now. A little bit of the toothpaste and the mascara. That company had like a good mascara. But then like, I'm like running around and dropping it off at people's houses. I'm like, fuck this, this isn't for me. When you say dropping it at people's houses, were they buying it or you were dropping off samples? Buying it. They oh, were man. buying it from you. I am so obsessed. So I didn't know what an MLM was until on Facebook, some of my college friends were like posting like collages of each other, like cheering each other on. Yes, yes. And yeah. I was like, what is oh this? My God, someone put me in one of those. I was mortified. It was Rodan Fields. And, and I was like, why is my whole sorority in this picture? And like, they're cheering each other on and they're like, she's a boss, babe. And I was like, what is this? And then I started to get DMs. Like we want you like long manifestos. They wanted to join. Yeah. To join. Now, unlike you who felt flattered, I immediately felt scared. I felt immediately like I was joining Scientology and I freaked out. Later on, a friend of mine was involved in one of them. It was like natural supplements. And I, I was like, I'll buy some of that. And then I started to use some of the products because it was like no chemicals, no parabens, no, you know, like all that. This was pre-pandemic. Since the pandemic, I fell off the wagon and I'm like, the more chemicals, the better. Um, <laughs> but I was very good pre-pandemic about chemicals in my products, but now I'm a shit show. So the thing is, I am fascinated by the life because I know people who have made major money. Yes, there are people who make money, but I think it's like, real estate or any other sales business, you have to be really pushy. I'm not pushy enough. Like I Me have neither. a thing with this, like, and I'm brutally honest with my clients, which is why I'll never be a great businesswoman. but like, I won't really follow up more than once. Right. Like, and I'm, when I follow up, it's also like, if you want to book on your own, absolutely. I totally understand. Cause some people just don't want to use someone. They whatever, you know, right. I expect that. And you know, there are definitely people I know that are way more pushy. It's not pushy enough. But I am I the think, worst person at sales. It, when any time in my life where I was supposed to sell something, I literally say to the person, like, you totally don't, don't buy it. Like I end <laughs> up telling them not to buy it. Oh, okay. We are out of time, but thank you so much for being here. I love your honesty. Thank you so much. It was so much fun. It was I so fun. An hour about myself. It's amazing. You guys, Odelia is a travel agent. Yes. And she, follow her on Instagram because her stories are honestly hilarious. Like, honestly, Thank I can't you. even get over watching what she says. Like, um, my, I, I don't miss it. I don't miss one. Aww, uh, what is your Instagram handle for everyone? It's so Odelia, et cetera. O-D-E-L-L-I-A. Yes, my parents named me that. It's Israeli. E-T-C. All right. Well, I hope you come back soon, Odelia. 
Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.